0: After all this, we're still going to draft a quarterback. CROSSY PACKER NATION! Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to Pakistan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's been a hot second since we did one of these, Grassy, and today we are going to start diving in to the draft because we're less than a month away. Before we get there, though, I want to make sure that we look at some available free agents to fill arguably our biggest need, which is wide receiver, considering we don't have many right now. And so we're going to look at five free agent wide receivers that are still available for the Green Bay Packers. Should they choose to go this route? Before we get to that, I want to a big shout out and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side, of things we have Sir Random Guy, we have Tom Nelson, and we have Guillermo up in his membership. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube membership side of things, we have Lizzie Bear eight two four Dallas fan four, we have Brian Sarton, we have Zachary Lynn Morgan and we have Flatulent One. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So I was thinking about making this wide receiver video for a couple of weeks now. But after the chaos of free agency, I figured that this video would have gotten outdated very quickly considering how many people were traded and signed and all of this wildness. And so now that the dust has kind of settled a little bit and the only people that are waiting are really Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo, I figured now is the time where the Packers might actually make a move because there's some guys here that actually would be able to provide some value and wouldn't break the bank. Now, I will say, I don't think this is going to be the only thing the Packers are going to do. At most, I see the Packers signing maybe one of these wide receivers, and then they're primarily going to build it up through the draft, which, to be honest, is the right way to do this. As I made a video two years ago saying the Packers are going to have a wide receiver problem at the end of this year, oh, look, we now have a wide receiver problem. And so that is not really sustainable, and people are freaking out about it. And I I have to be honest, I'm not freaking out about it. And the reason being is because we have until September to build this roster in which we still have time to go in free agency. On top of that, you still have the draft where the Packers are going to have to draft at least one wide receiver. I wouldn't be surprised if they draft multiple whether that's going to be with their first round picks or if they have two second round picks. They might decide to go boom boom get one for each round. Who knows what they're going to decide to do but the Packers are going to have to address this and Brian Gutekunst said earlier this week that hey we got time. Next January he might be picking up guys and so I'm not too concerned about the Packers are going to do it wide receiver. I still think they have a very good team. They're going to have a great run game between Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon they should have a really good defense we're getting guys back from injury and so it's really going to be about how do we rebuild restock this wide receiver room and some of these guys might be able to help so starting off with number five I had thought about AJ Green for a hot second But him and Rasul Douglas on the same team, I don't know. He might just forget to turn around every single play. So instead, I picked T.Y. Hilton. Now, T.Y. Hilton is 32 years old. And so right off the bat, this is a problem. And I think with any of these wide receivers barring like one or two of them, they are short-term fixes in which you're going to sign like one to two-year contracts. It's going to be for basically a minimum. And I think T.Y. Hilton might fit that bill. I don't think he's the greatest fit with the Packers, and I know the Colts are still having some interest in him, but Hilton started nine games last year at 331 yards and three touchdowns. His stats have been declining each year for a bit now, and some of that stems from health issues, but he really just isn't the same player, and he's an aging player, so it kind of makes sense. He hasn't played a full 16 games since the 2017 season. And I think that he is like the ultimate band-aid option I think he still provides some talent and skill at the position, but he would be for a minimum deal. And on top of that, you'd have to be worried about his injury history. And unfortunately, the majority of the guys left, that is a common denominator between all of them in which you do have to worry about their health. And so T.Y. Hilton is on here, but I gotta be honest, I don't think the Packers are really gonna make a move for him. Number four, you got Odell Beckham Jr. or OBJ. Sitting at 29 years old, and this guy, if he wasn't injured, I think either would have re-signed with the Rams or would have a huge market for him, and that's not to say there are still going to probably be people bidding for him. You have Stefanski and the Browns leaving the door open for him, the Rams still may want to re-sign him, and here's the thing, he's probably the best overall receiver left on this list, and I imagine he's probably going to be one of the pricier options. After going to the Rams last year, he started seven games. He had over 300 yards and five touchdowns, and he was a good weapon in the playoffs. Now, I will say that OBJ is probably best utilized as a number two wide receiver, and the Packers don't really have a wide receiver one right now. So that in itself might be problematic. On top of that, I'm not entirely comfortable with the major injury that he just sustained. He tore his ACL again in that same knee and who knows when he's even going to be back. Packers fans know how tricky ACL injuries can be. Just look at David Bakhtiari and how long it's taken him to recover. So the problem here is that OBJ is probably going to cost a good amount of money, one. Two, you don't know what kind of player he's going to be when he returns, and three, Who knows even when he is able to return? If he's only available for the second half of the season, that could be great. And maybe OBJ just sits out there for a while waiting for a team to sign him. Because until he can show that he could actually perform at a high level still, teams might be wary of it. Now, I think that there will be a team that will take a shot on Odell Beckham Jr., and it might be a one-year prove-it deal again. 29 years old, I imagine OBJ doesn't want that one-year prove-it deal, so we'll see if he winds up going back to the Browns or if he re-signs with the Rams. So he definitely is a possibility for the Packers. The injury concerns are just a little bit much for me personally. Number three, you got Jarvis Landry. Another 29-year-old, and we're starting to see a theme here that these wide receivers are a bit older, but Jarvis Landry, I like him as a player. I like him a lot, and he's probably one of the guys that I would root for the hardest to come to the Packers, and there's a couple reasons why. First of all, Jarvis Landry has been pretty darn consistent with his health. Obviously, he had a bunch of injuries last year and missed a bunch of games. But last year, played in 12 games, had 570 yards and two touchdowns. And a lot of people are looking at this, saying, well, why do you want Jarvis Landry? We basically already have two slot guys in Randall Cobb and Amari Rodgers. One, I think that Jarvis Landry provides a locker room presence that could be really great for the team in a wide receiver room that is undoubtedly going to be young when we're drafting them. On top of that, Jarvis Landry, who used to play in the slot 60 percent of snaps, that's been declining for years now, and so I think he is more than just a slot receiver. Now, there's some issues now with consistency and fumbles and drop passes, but I really think that Jarvis Landry, when healthy, could be a really good weapon for the Green Bay Packers, and he could be utilized in a bunch of creative ways in Matt LaFleur's offense. Now, what I will say, the thing that concerns me is that Jarvis Landry did just fire his agent, and there was rumors that he wanted $20 million per year. Now, you might look at the Jaguars and be like well thanks that's because he gave Christian Kirk all that money or he saw the kind of money that Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill was making now I will be the first to say there is no way on God's green earth that we are going to be paying Jarvis Landry 20 million dollars if he's willing to settle for way way less than that I can see the Packers potentially taking a shot at him but once that number came out and if there's any truth to that I don't think the Packers are going to wind up signing Jarvis Landry unless he takes a massive pay cut. Number two, you got Julio Jones, 33 years old, and I get it. I totally get it. The allure of Julio Jones catching passes from Aaron Rodgers, that's enticing. It really is. The issue, of course, like many of these guys, injuries. Past two seasons, has been marred with injury. Two years ago in Atlanta, played nine games, had 771 yards and three touchdowns, still pretty good stats for just nine games. However, it was then traded to the Titans in which he played in 10 games, only had over 400 yards and only one touchdown. And there was flashes that Julio Jones could be that guy. And you're like, yes, you wanna see it. And I don't doubt that he would have better stats on the Green Bay Packers. Now, the one thing that is kind of a pro here, Julio Jones still has not been signed, whether it is because of injury or whether because people think that he has dropped off. And so he might be willing to say, hey, let me go play with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and I'm probably not going to get another massive payday, but it's an opportunity to win a ring. And on top of that, it probably wouldn't be that expensive. Now, I wouldn't put all of our eggs into this basket because if he's injured three or four games into the season, we're going to have a major issue and that's not going to solve any of our wide receiver woes. There's also the potential that, hell, maybe he goes to Indianapolis and reunites with Matt Ryan. So I think Julio Jones, as I've been saying since the beginning, if he is willing to sign a cheap one-year deal, the Packers should take a flyer on him. But other than that, while the potential could be cool, I think there's just way too much risk here. And number one is Antonio (laughs) Santos. Oh, it's not. not... (laughs) Oh, please keep him away from this team. Number one is Actually, going to be the youngest guy on this list, and that is former Texans and Dolphins wide receiver. Will Fuller. Only 27 years old. This is the guy that I think the Packers are most likely to take a shot on. The reason being is because the Packers have expressed interest in Will Fuller for the past couple of years and potentially signing him or trading for him. On top of that, he has that over the top speed that LaFleur and Goody said the Packers need right now, be considering MVS just signed for $10 million a year with the Kansas City Chiefs. Will Fuller would provide that. He's a speedy guy, he'd be a nice replacement for MBS. MBS and he is on the younger side here, and so he might have three or four good years left in him. So the Packers might go, okay, let's do a prove it deal and then maybe potentially we'll sign you for longer. Now, the issues with Will Fuller is that he can't stay on the field, in which he either was suspended or he had injury issues as soon as he came back with the Dolphins. And so his stats last year were basically non existent. So I think that the Packers absolutely could get Will Fuller for cheap, and I think he would be a great option to provide some speed on that team because right now the Packers literally don't. Have have any guys that can stretch the field and while a lot of people hate it on mvs and all of his flaws that's what he did really well and he could stretch the field and he took attention off of other wide receivers and so i think that if you're going to invest a bunch of draft capital probably premium picks into wide receivers having a vet like will fuller on here who provides that speed would not be the worst thing in the world but let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think the Packers are going to sign any free agent wide receivers? How do you feel they are going to tackle the position in the draft? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at com or tomgrassiccounty, all social media see down below. Check out PackCast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash tomgrassiccounty and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go pack go. I gotta be honest I don't like I'm younger than a bunch of these guys like hello hey Kurt I have an idea